0: Welcome back, football fans. I'm quite clearly at Anfield. They've let me in early because I am providing some valuable information here. I am providing a preview for Liverpool-Chelsea in the Premier League, probably the biggest game of this game week. And it's the first Premier League game since Jurgen Klopp announced he will leave Liverpool at the end of the season. Chelsea... Not in the best of shape, to be honest. 0-0 uh, in the FA Cup. We're going to take a look at the recent form, all of the data. Then we're going to take a look at some player stats. And we will use all of that insight to put together a bet builder at the end of the video. So if you've got any predictions, add them as a comment. And you will automatically be entered into a draw to win Odd Alerts Pro. So just let us know what you think the score will be. Who's going to have a shot on target? What are your general thoughts for this game? I'll give you my general thoughts in a moment. And then we'll take a look at the data. So my thoughts, my own opinion on this game without even taking a look at the data is that Liverpool will win this game or rather Liverpool will not lose this game. They are unbeaten at home. It would be, I think, unwise to think that Chelsea could come here and do that. Chelsea, um, I I believe they've lost half of all their Premier League games away from home. We'll take a look at that data in a minute. But first, let's check out the results here. 5-2 against Norwich. And one thing that really stands out for me um, when I look at Liverpool at the moment is... I mean look at the home form it's incredible this is across the last 25 games if we want to look at the latest data we can just click this and then go back to the results and it'll show us the Premier League results now the home games are interesting because the question that I have when whatever you're making a prediction you just got to boil down to to different questions I think um and and the question here is can can Chelsea score more than two goals and I mentioned that because if you look at Newcastle here they came they scored twice did they win no Fulham came scored three did they win? No. Even Norwich the other day came, scored twice. Did they win? No. And that is a common theme, as well as Liverpool scoring for fun at home. And I don't think that is going to change unless Chelsea come and play like Manchester United did. But I just can't see it. And I also don't think they're that they're as good defensively. I know that sounds crazy, um, but their defence does get stretched all over the place now on to Chelsea's form and it is better four wins in the last five Premier League games Uh, they beat Middlesbrough 6-1 in the cup as well Uh, the the most recent game was a 0-0 draw against Aston Villa where I would say they sort of reverted back to what they've been Um, but if you look at those games there Fulham, Luton, Palace, Wolves, Sheffield United, Everton it's been quite a nice run for Pochettino you would expect them to win those games and actually they've been making a bit of hard work of it um, they, they go through games and they'll, they'll, they'll have these periods of games where they're playing some really, really good stuff. you know Whether it's Sterling, uh, and Kunku is back for this game, by the way. He's going to be in the squad. Pochettino confirmed that, so that's something we can um, think about when, when we come to do our bet builder at the end. Um, but they, they have good moments, but then towards the end of the game, or at certain points in the game, they have these just brain farts, you could call it, collectively as a defensive unit. And my worry for Chelsea is that they have one or two of them against Liverpool. And if they do, they will concede at least two goals. Now, when we look at the head-to-head, this is interesting. The last four games, five games, six games, seven games has ended with a draw. That is pretty special. You do not see that often. Now, some of these were cup finals and whatnot that went to penalties. But after 90, 1-1, nil-nil, 0-0, 0-0, 0-0. 0-0. Let's hope we don't get a game like that. Sometimes these games that get hyped, and uh, one of them right here, Manchester United, 0-0, was obviously hyped, and Man United just came and did a job, hardly look to score a goal as uh, many pundits said after the game so now that we've taken a look at the results let's take a look at the general stats Um, and we can see that Liverpool have won 80% of games Um, in terms of expected points 23 just under 24 compared to 14 away from home as I said before Chelsea have lost half of their away games they've won just four out of ten in terms of goals scored they are still scoring 1.7 per game Chelsea and in terms of scoring, they've scored in 80% of games, Liverpool have scored in 90% of games, so Liverpool just failing to score against Manchester United, and um, I just think the form that Liverpool are in now, okay, they've not got Salah, but they're getting performances from elsewhere, they're getting key players back now as well, Robertson making an appearance against Norwich, unsure if he will start this game, whether he will be uh, put back in this early, but having him back adds another dimension to Liverpool's attack, they really did miss Robertson down that left-hand side. Now, Chelsea, for goals scored away from home, they are fifth, 1.7. Um, goal scoring is not really the issue. And when you look at their team, it shouldn't be the issue. They've, they've spent a lot of money. Of course, they, they haven't really signed that out and out. Number nine, at least not somebody that's ready to go and get 25, 30 goals for them. So they're going to have to spread it around those wingers and inside wingers that they've got. Now, the timing tab is interesting for this game. No defeats at halftime when playing at home for Liverpool. No defeats in the first 45 minutes for Chelsea when playing away from home. So could we see a tight, edgy first half? I think Chelsea would probably take that. It would suit them. If we look at half with most goals, I'll we'll scroll down a little bit. Um, and actually for Chelsea, it is 60%. So just toggling this to overall for a moment, so we can get a, a feel for the overall form of both teams. Chelsea have conceded two or more second-half goals in 38% of games. Liverpool have scored a second-half goal in 76% of games, and uh, most goals have been seen in the second half in 57% of games as well. Um, The second half in general here has seen a goal in 86% of games for Liverpool and 81% of games for Chelsea. So a second-half goal is looking good, and if you had to boil it down or, or narrow it, Further, you might say that a Liverpool second-half goal is looking good. I wouldn't necessarily go half with most goals... Just because Liverpool could come out and try and get this game won in the first half, it would not surprise me. I don't think I have enough confidence to put on the half with most goals, if I'm honest. Um, but a Liverpool's second-half goal is looking good. Let me know what you think in the comments. They've scored 30 second-half goals this season compared to Chelsea's 17, and Chelsea have conceded 10 in the first half compared to 21 in the second half. Let's take a look at corners then. A few of you in the comments on the previous video have been adding corners into some of the bets. Um, The Ajax game was a good example of that. We had over 2.5 goals and Ajax to win. And uh, I think one of the people in the comments threw corners into it, got it up to like threes or something. Liverpool averaging 7.6 corners per game at home. Chelsea just 4.8. So you could maybe throw the corner match bet into any bet builder. But again, the odds are going to be terrible we we always on this channel we take a look at the data first it's important to stress that you look at the data first and then you go to bet365 because I think if you do it the other way around or if you just don't even look at the data you know it's just you are just shooting at the in the dark really then you let bet365 or you let whoever your bookmaker is dictate the odds that you see first the markets that you see first and um, they it's so intentional, you know, the way they design uh, the, the, how you see the odds and the markets and the lines and everything. So just keep that in mind when you when you next go to um, look at some some bets. Ten minute corner at home for Liverpool, eighty percent. Um, Ten minute corner for sixty percent. That's a market that's available. I'm not sure if it's available on the Bet Builder. Now the referee for this one is Paul Tierney. This is his Premier League record: three point four six cards per game, three red cards. Um, first half cards 1.77 second half cards 2.08 general trend that with referees that there are more cards in the second half he's booked both teams in 10 out of his 13 games and if we look at his fixtures his previous uh, appointment in the premier league was a game with no cards but slightly different game that arsenal at home to crystal palace which you would expect them to dominate and uh, they did this game however you would expect it to be a bit tighter and that battle in the middle between some of those players is going to be interesting and that's what we're going to look at next let's take a look at the player stats section on odd alerts so this is the player stats section and um, you can see you've got your overall player stats there. top scorers you can um, adjust this you can look at assists and it'll just update jody jones Knotts County and also for goals scored Macaulay Langstaff for Knotts County so fair play to them. Now we can go to the league's drop down, we'll go to the Premier League and uh, we can see Salah is top, Haaland with 14 goals and we're going to go to fixtures you can't see this drop down the screen Uh, recording software doesn't record drop downs like this for some reason but we're going to go Liverpool-Chelsea and it will load in all of the players from these two teams. And uh, there's an interesting player, Cole Palmer. Can he shine in the absence of Mo Salah in this game? Who is going to step up and, and and take this game by the scruff of the neck? Raheem Sterling has had good moments this season so far for Chelsea. Former Liverpool player, of course, coming back to Anfield. He's got five goals so far this season. Mudrick with three goals. Luis Diaz with three goals. Slobber's with two um let's take a look shall we at fouls committed and conor gallagher is top now what you can do on this page as well is click per 90 and it will sort these players by the per 90 so endo in terms of the time on the pitch 2.82 fouls per 90 and for the time that he was on the pitch 2.77 conor gallagher still right up there and he's played 20 games he might be one to look out for for a foul now again I stress this a lot, it's important, look at the data first and then go to Bet365, especially when it comes to the foul markets, the shot markets, because more often than not, when I do these videos, we identify players like this. Connor Gallagher, great, looks great for a foul, right? He's going he's, he to have a very, very difficult job in that middle with, with the players that Liverpool have got, the technical ability that they've got, the way they move it around you qu- quickly. Will he be offered for a foul by Bet365? That's the question. Let's Let's have a look when we get there. Jota, pressing from the front, likes a foul as well, 2.07. So that's fouls committed. Let's actually look at the uh, yellow cards as well. And per 90, let's toggle it off per 90 for cards. Let's just see who's got the most cards. Nicholas Jackson, um, he's unavailable. Cole Palmer, as well as scoring and setting up goals and scoring uh, winners, I think he scored more winners this season than any Premier League player. Um, Most of them penalties, but... Don't tell Chelsea fans that. Six yellow cards in 17 games. Trent Alexander-Arnold, interesting one. Um, Up against potentially Raheem Sterling or Mudrick. Um, Liverpool do leave spaces in those areas. Joe Gomez has been playing well. Interesting to see if he continues. He played um, centrally against Norwich and he was floating into midfield. But I imagine Trent will come back into the team. I think it's absolutely a given that he will. Kukurela, I think he's still injured, but he... (laughs) He absolutely loves a foul. He's reckless, and this is a, this is a theme, to be honest, with the Chelsea defence. Now, whilst they might not be picking up cards, they are a little bit clumsy. I think um, Gusto has a red card to his name. Tiago Silva has made some high-profile mistakes this season. I think Ben Chilwell is just coming back into the team. He could start this game, uh, but if he's not fit, then he could be one for a foul or a card if he's you know running out of energy towards the end of the game. Chilwell coming back though does allow. Cole will to go back into centre-back, which is his preferred position. So there could be a case for Chelsea actually being a bit tighter over the next few weeks if Chilwell can come back in and find his form. He offers a lot going forward as well, uh, well, uh, Ben Chilwell. So let's take a look at Bet365 and see what markets are on offer. Going to just take a quick look at shots as well because I remember the previous bet builder we made on this channel was a winner. It was for Liverpool. Um, Liverpool-Newcastle game, that was, the 4-2 game. And we had over 7.5 shots, was it, for Liverpool? And I think the odds were fantastic. They ended up having, I think it was 32 shots in that game against Newcastle. They were absolutely... Uh, peppering in the shots and they were before that Newcastle game as well but I just I couldn't believe the the odds uh, to be honest and uh, we'll see what it is again I've not looked as of yet but I just wanted to check if we go into the last five here you can't see that but I'm just toggling last five at the bottom of the screen it goes up slightly to 24 uh, for Chelsea 12 shots on average per game shots on target 4.8 out of those 12 as well so um, 9.6 shots on target for Liverpool at home across the last five. So here we are, the bet builder. Um, let's take a look at some of the markets on offer. I'll give some thoughts. Uh, the first thing we wanted to look at, where was it? Play of fouls, wasn't it? Are they going to offer Connor Gallagher? They are. But clearly the player that the bookies think is going to be making fouls in this game is Conor Gallagher. He's the one that presses. He's on the front foot, whereas Enzo Fernandez will sit a little bit. And the odds sort of reflect that. Gusto at 1.4 is interesting, to be honest, because you've got Jota, you've got Gakpo, you've got Nunez as well. I think Nunez will cause issues, especially for the ageing Thiago Silva. Now, issues doesn't necessarily mean a foul because Thiago... He's got a good record, to be honest. Let's just take a quick look at Thiago's fouls. And we have to go to page three to find him. He ranks 24th out of all the players. 8 fouls in 20 games. 0.41. Let's just open this. He's he's actually made fouls in his last three games. He's got three cards in the last three games uh, for Chelsea. And uh, he's played 90 minutes in each of them. So, you know, he's, he's, he's 39. He's 39 years old. What was he for a foul? Evans. I tell you what, we'll put together two bet builders, one that's a bit more um, high risk. And by the way, you know, bet builders on Premier League football, yes, you could you could make money with these long term, but you, you've got to understand that they that they, they're not the ideal betting system. If you want to make money long term, check out value betting, check out the filters, check out back testing. You need discipline and it needs to be a long-term approach. You can't do Liverpool bet builders every week. So with that in mind, let's put two together. One that's a little bit less risk and one that is a bit more risk. So um, Tiago's on a bit of a trend at the minute. Three yellow cards. So we're going to have him to make a foul. Evens, I'm not going to lie. I was enticed by the odds. They got me, so to speak. Um, But as long as you realise that, I think it's okay. The way I see Liverpool at the minute is they've got so many players that can just float around anywhere And keeping track of those players is going to be hard. And I think it will result in quite a lot of fouls in this game, to be fair. But it's, yeah, it's hard to to judge which player is going to make those fouls. I just think collectively there will be quite a lot in this game. Now, I see player passes here. I'm not going to open it because I don't want to be, as I say, influenced by um, them in terms of the players that they are putting on offer. Let's take a look at it on here first. So we can do total passes. We can change this to per 90. And we'll see that Quanzer for the games that he plays, 99.96 passes. Konate, who played against Norwich. Badia 79.83. He's only played six games, though. Van Dyke 79. Thiago Silva there again. Trent, 69. His average is down from last season. His average last season, I think, was about 80 um, or 85 at one point. I remember McAllister in the middle. Um, let's take a look at his recent form which games did he play so in the last 90 minutes he made 72 passes 76 just coming back from injury isn't he I would expect him to play this game I think he was rested for the Norwich game McAllister will come in and play um, and battle against Enzo Fernandez now a quick look at the team passes as well so actually Chelsea away from home are matching Liverpool it's a strange one isn't it this Liverpool this Chelsea team um, they, they also rank really highly for possession as well. Uh, which is generally just, you know, passes. Um, 531 passes per game, 546 for Liverpool at home. If we toggle this to overall, passes per game, Chelsea are ahead of Liverpool when you are looking at overall. It's not every week they come to Anfield, though. Um, But, yeah, I wouldn't discredit Chelsea in terms of passing the ball around, maybe trying to slow the game down. Incidentally, I've just seen a stat there. Shots on target against 1.6 on average. Liverpool their defence this season Van Dijk Um, and when they do have a shot on target it's got to be a good one to beat Alisson that's for sure so for player passes it is just two players McAllister is one of the players that um, I did fancy to be fair and um, over 48 passes 2.37 I think that's yeah obviously pretty low Um, that's the the price if I add it by the way that's not the price so over 56 passes in the game for McAllister I like this line with with the Thiago Silva foul but just want to give you my thought process here because I think it it might help you um you can put this on if you want he's just come back from injury if Liverpool take the lead they'll they'll make even more passes but will he be brought off if they take the lead if they're winning will he be brought off even if they're chasing the game or drawing because of his injury because he's just coming back Or is he fully rested and ready to go, ready to play 90 minutes? It's hard to tell because he only played... The last game he played was that Fulham game in the Cup. Van Dijk over 60, not worth it for me. Caicedo and Silva, um, I'm not really feeling the passes. I don't like it when they're they're offering you two players. They're basically saying, pick these or do one. I'm going to have Liverpool to score in the second half. We looked at that data previously. And then what we will look at as well is we'll look at total shots and we're still looking at per ninety. So Nunez, three point eight. And um, as I was saying before with McAllister and his injury, and Kunku's another one. His 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 data and his, you know, his expected output, even, you know, from his previous clubs, is clearly a very good player. Even that game, was it against Wolves who came on for like ten minutes and just created so much, scored a goal, whether he plays or not is gonna be interesting. So maybe you wanna wait for the team news on wednesday obviously i can't wait for the team news to record this video it's got to be up and out by tuesday and the other thing with chelsea is the rotation you know is mudrick going to start is madueke going to start i think the the constant is cole palmer and he's he's averaging 2.26 shots per game got to factor in the penalties though to that so let's have a look at the chelsea players that are on offer brozier again not sure whether he'll start ben chilwell for a shot is not bad because he really does make good runs into space and I'm just thinking that right side there's always space down the right side and usually Liverpool are quite capable of being able to come across and cover it now it depends how much risk you want to put into this because we saw that the shots against for Liverpool they, they are hardly conceding shots to be honest now the final thing I'll add to this to get it to threes is um over one card in the second half so this first one we're going to make two um, in this one So this is my first selection, Thiago Silva, to get a foul. As we saw before, three bookings in his last three games. Plenty of fouls as well. He's 39 years old, playing away at Anfield. He doesn't usually make that many fouls, as we saw with the data. So that that is adding a lot to this. It's it's evens for him to make a single foul. And I just think playing against this Liverpool team where there's so much movement in front of that defence, they're going to get dragged all over the place. And to reiterate, he's 39. He's playing against Nunez, who is pretty quick. Uh, Liverpool love to score goals at home and they've scored plenty in the second half. 30 second half goals this season, was it? And over one card in the second half. General trend this one, but we saw as well with uh, Paul Tierney. More cards in the second half. And if Liverpool have not got this game settled by the first half, I think we'll see cards and plenty of fouls in the second half as Chelsea look to stay in the game. And we saw with the data as well that you've got to score more than three goals if you want to beat this Liverpool team at Anfield this season. That's the trend, generally speaking, so far this season. So that is the first slip. We're going to make another one. And um, let me know what you think about this one. What do you want for this game? Just looking at the shots, the total shots, we saw the average of Liverpool. Let's just jump back to that. What was it? 22 across the last five games. At home, 23. Now away from home for Chelsea, they are facing 13 shots. Liverpool shots on target, 5.2. 1.61 is that worth it i'm not sure in terms of total shots could liverpool just really take this game to chelsea let's have a look at the goal markets first so over 2.5 goals at 1.44 i don't think that's worth it to be honest this is the thing when the odds are so low you find yourself just piling everything on and then you just you're just doing yourself no favors there um i've been doing this for so long that like I, i I just, it's just not worth it. You know what I mean? You just you just look at something and it's just like, mm. so what we will do with this second one, and this is, look, you've got to understand sometimes as well with the Premier League that the markets and the what you are offered, you might not like it. You might not um, feel that the odds are where they should be, but we are going to go with a dominant Liverpool performance. You have to just feel what kind of outcomes there will be as well. Will Liverpool continue this rich scoring vein, will they continue this average of um, peppering shots in on goal? Over 17.5 shots, that is our base of evens, and we will also add to this, I'm going to add the passes that were mentioned before for McAllister, 3.4, and in terms of fouls committed, just jumping back here 1.98 for Kaisedo, who has committed fouls in each of his last, well you can just see there, he commits fouls in the majority of games he plays in, in fact quite a lot, so I think He's quite a good selection there. Again, any one of those players in midfield, Enzo, Gallagher and Caicedo, um, is very likely to be ran ragged at times in this game by Liverpool. So Caicedo for a foul. And that's where I'm going to stop with that one. Fours. um, Yes, you can add Liverpool to win. Yes, you could add Liverpool to score in, in the first half, second half to win both halves, whatever. BTTS over 2.5 goals but is it worth it when it's like 1.3 or 1.4 so here we are over 17.5 shots McAllister over 56.5 passes now again let me know what you think but if he if he gets brought off 60 70 minutes that's unfortunate but that's the risk we're taking we acknowledge that and Caicedo we just saw his foul record superb and he almost made a move to Liverpool didn't he? he chose Chelsea um, over Liverpool quite vocally in the summer so he is going to be playing at Anfield one way or another and um, that's it then that's our two bet builders so let me know what you think and stick around because I've got something to show you I run a telegram channel where I personally write a few messages per day on all of the upcoming football games that I'm looking at all the stats all of the insights it's called the trends digest you can see the uh, link to access it via the description via the description in the description of this youtube video and it'll be as a pinned comment as well and all of the the stats and the data is taken from the website that i've built and created myself which is odalerts.com if you check it out i hope you enjoy it and let me know in the comments what you think of these two slips and what you are on for this game